Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Don't let your present bullshit out of your future. In other words, don't allow what your perceptions are today, what your current status is today, what you have today, what you don't have today, who you are today. Don't allow those things to bullshit you out of what you can achieve in the future. Welcome to the Leaven Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leaven Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. There's a couple of perspectives I want to share with you today, a couple of issues around who we are in the present, what's happening for us in the present and how that might limit us and what we can achieve in the future. The first one is our own perception of who we are, our perception of what we can achieve, our expectations as laid out ahead of us from the present day based on our past accomplishments. Also, just what we believe to be realistic about the world, ourselves, what we consider to be greedy, too much, too little. All these things come in and artificially restrict what we're able to achieve in the future. For example, if we came from very humble beginnings and you've made a degree of success, I don't know whatever that number would be in terms of your business or the scale of your business, but you've you know, you've acknowledged that you've come a long way, you've done well, but it's always kind of caveated as in based on where I started from. It's like, you've done all right, given where you started from. I'm doing all right, you know, given what I had to start out with. And the fact that we even reference that, not necessarily consciously, but unconsciously, if we reference it, we know, therefore, that the past is holding us back from the future through our present expectations, through our present perception of what is good and what isn't good. So for example, if you grew up in a very low income household where the average person, I don't know, was on the equivalent of, I don't know, 15 to 20, 22,000 pounds salary, and you're in a business right now, maybe you're doing 50, 60K, for example, and maybe you get to take, you know, the large majority of that is yours as income. It's very easy to see that as a substantial amount of money. It's very easy to see that as successful. Now, I don't want to take that away from you, by the way, any more than if you're doing 100 grand right now and you're taking home 50, 60, 70K for yourself and income. I don't want to take away that you're happy with what you've done. I don't want to take away that you are um, feel proud about what you've accomplished or that you feel that you are successful. This is not what I'm about. What it's about is saying, okay, so the fact that you feel that 50K, 100K, quarter of a million, a million, a hundred million, or even a billion, the fact you even think that that is a lot of money is only based on a perception that you're having in the present, which is born out of all of your experiences until this point in time. The experiences that you had yourself, what you were taught by your parents growing up, society as a whole, and of course also the lessons that you're continually still learning to this present day, they all create this perception of what's too much, what's too little, what's a decent amount, what's not enough for some people. Quarter of a million pound income isn't enough 
They're not successful enough. Some people's a million, it's a hundred million. For other people, they feel like they've absolutely made it at 25 grand. And again, this episode is not about saying to you, you shouldn't be happy if you're already happy with what you've achieved because the whole point of achievement is you go as far as you want to go. And there's no rules on achievement, by the way. You know, if you want to build a business where you do 50K and it gives you a decent amount of income, I've said it before, I'll say it again, you definitely want to continually grow that business, even if it's just like, you know, 10 to 20%. I generally say you want to go for at least kind of like, you know, 10 to 20% growth every single year, just to make sure that you're taking account of inflation, etc. We don't want to do, you'd be doing 50,000. And then next year, you know, inflation goes up two, 3%. Christ knows what next year is going to be given what we've gone through. Let's say it goes up 5%. Who knows? Maybe everything goes up 10%. You know, I don't know about you, but I go down the shops right now. Bread, for example, is very expensive compared to what it was just about 18 months ago. So let's say it goes up even 10%. We want to make sure that we are keeping up with that, right? Does this make sense? So, you know, if you don't make any more money next year, you're going to be 10% worse off. It might not be as bad as that. It might be, you know, 5%, in which case you're 5% worse off, 3%. But if it's 3% year on year, you've only got to go a few years down the line and you are substantially worse off than you were. So for me personally, I would say, you know, the wise person will always continually grow their business. But there's no rules that say you have to go from a 50K to 100K in a year to 200 to a million and then continue to grow your business and your empire. What I'm about is you creating the life that you want to live, authentically choosing what it is that you want to do. Now, that's the word that's really important there, authentically choosing about what it is that you want to do. So, for example, I've had this conversation with people and they say, yeah, I'm really happy with my life. And I don't want to fuck with that. I never want to fuck with that. Right? I'm happy with my life, too. I just want to make it a little bit better. I'm just enjoying the process of making it a little bit better. It's like an athlete, you know, they're already fit, they're already healthy, they're already running fast. They just want to run a little bit faster. Well, why not, right? That's the game that they're in. So for me, you know, I don't want to take away that you're happy with what you've got. That's not what it's about. But the challenge I always say is, yeah, but, you know, imagine there were no limitations. Imagine, you know, you didn't have your own preconceptions about, you know, what was good and what wasn't good. And imagine, you know, what was good for you. Does that make sense? which is might be a slightly different scale to what you might consider is good for other people because it can be very personal for yourself. So imagine you didn't have any of that. Imagine there were no limitations. Imagine, you know, you didn't have to worry about the money. You didn't have to worry about the energy or the effort or the skill or all the other things that maybe come in and artificially corrupt our own dreams and ambitions. You know, what would you want? You know, what kind of house would you live in? What kind of car would you drive? Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean you have to go out and say, I want a million pound Bugatti or a half million pound Ferrari, or I want to go out and live in a mansion or have my own island or I have a, I don't know, 300 million pound super yacht. That's not the right answer. There is no right answer. The only wrong answer is the answer that you give, not because that's what you truly want, but because you're limiting what you truly want based on everything I've already shared with you so far today. In other words, your self-imposed limitations. What would you want, you know? And a lot of people really struggle to answer that question. Now, some people, if they're into personal development and set goals and dream and they go to some rah-rah boot camps and, you know, they're on their striving and, you know, they think about the future and stuff like that. Some of those people, they can tap into, you know, a really big future, a really big vision, but it's still limited. And I'd always say to them, you know, even if you say I want a seven-bedroom house, well, if you're living in a two-bedroom semi right now, a seven-bedroom house is certainly dreaming big, but clearly there's still more beyond that. If you say about your business, you're doing 50K and you say, yeah, but you know, imagine, you know, take all the limitations out of the way, you know, where would you want your business to be? You know, it's still going to be limited. Some people might say, oh, you know, a hundred million billion pound turnover business, whether that is trillions probably, right? You know, 
most people, they don't. They set a limit on it still. That limit might be a million, core of a million. It might be a hundred million or even a billion, but there's still a limit on there. And it's always limited by what they think is realistic or what they think they can achieve and stuff like that. Even if they're completely open thinking, it still has a degree of self-imposed limitation. Of course, that self-imposed limitation doesn't really matter. If you're running a 50K business and you're saying, oh, you know what? I, you know, I love the idea of a million pound. I could see myself in a million pound business. And it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter that it's only a million pounds, only, inverted commas, because by the time they hit quarter of a million or half a million, they'll probably realise that a million actually was playing it very safe. And of course, if they want to go for two, three, four, five or ten, it's probably on the table as well. So it doesn't really matter that those self-imposed limitations are in place because they're so far out in the future in terms of uh, potentially, probably, let's be honest, timescales, but also, you know, there's a long way for them to go before they start nudging up against those limitations. But if, for example, you know, you're running a 30K business, and your mind, you know, says, well, you know, dream, if it was a dream, uh, I mean, you know, 100K would be just, uh, you know, incredible dream. Again, I don't want to take the dream away from you, but understand that that's quite a significant limitation on what's possible for you. Now, you might not see it that way, which is why 100 grand might feel like a huge amount of money. And again, regardless of where you are on this scale, we all still operate in the same way. Does that make sense? So in other words, you might be doing 100K already and you're looking back thinking, wow, man, how could anyone think that 100 grand is a lot of money? Because I can tell you now, when you break 100K in turnover, it's never the lifestyle that you think you're going to get. It never buys you what you think you're going to get with a 100K turnover business. So of course, you know, you look back and think, oh my God, how could anyone think that 100K was a load of money or that you'd be rich with 100K turnover? Well, guess what? How far can you go? You know, maybe for you, you think quarter of a million pound is going to be this incredible lifestyle or half a million or a million or whatever it might be. And someone who's already earning that kind of revenue or creating that revenue in their business, they may well look back at you and think, oh my God, you've got no idea from where you are, a hundred grand. A million doesn't go anywhere near as far as you think it does. So we all have these, these limitations that are in place that do actually affect how we attack the future, how we strive and what we strive for, it's all affected by these multiple factors from what we consider to be a lot, not a lot, too much, too little, what we consider to be greedy, what we consider to be realistic for us, realistic in the world. For some people, you know, they've come from nothing and they just don't have that limitation in place. You know, whatever reason they've picked up along the way, maybe they got lucky, maybe they went and really worked at it. They don't have that limitation. And, you know, you get this humble person at 18, 19 years old sitting there saying, you know what? I'm going to be the next Bill Gates. I'm going to be the next Richard Branson. I'm going to be the next Steve Jobs. If they want to get into acting, they're thinking, you know what? I'm going to be the next Brad Pitt, or I'm going to be the next Angelina Jolie, or I'm going to be the next Mel Streep or Dustin Hoffman or whatever. They, have to, they just have big dreams, big ambitions. And for whatever reason, they don't see the limitations potentially ahead of them. And they just go and they strive and they work and they don't get lucky. Very rarely, they have to really strive and work. But what happens is they don't get in their own way in achieving those results. Very few people, however, are like that. The majority of people struggle just like you do, I do, and everyone else does, which is, you know, we have to kind of do it one step at a time. It starts with the big dream, maybe. It starts with the possibility of what could be. 
then we have to continually work on what I call the two paths, right? The internal path and the external path that make up the journey of overall success. The external path is all the external challenges, you know, it's the work you've got to do in the external world, it's the challenges you face in the external world. The internal path, however, is our own self-imposed limitations, our own doubts, our own expectations, all the stuff that I'm talking about here. And let's be honest, pretty much across the entire podcast series, our external success what we can overall achieve in life is heavily, heavily weighed down by our own self-imposed limitations. And whilst we have to continually strive in the external world, and it's far from easy to create you know, genuine success in the external world, it's actually the internal obstacles that are more often than not the hardest to overcome. Sun Tzu, the author of The Art of War, he always used to talk about the three enemies. He'd talk about the enemy, the actual enemy, the one trying to kill you. He'd talk about the terrain, the landscape being an enemy. And he always talked about the hardest enemy of all to defeat is the enemy within, the internal enemy. In other words, yourself, your mindset. He used to talk about how if you could get into the head, if you could defeat the enemy in their own heads first, then it was easy on the battlefield. It was a foregone conclusion. And I might be misquoting him, uh, but as I remember it, the overall message really simple is that you want to defeat your enemy before the first sword is ever swung. And there's a degree of truth in that in business success as well. You know, it's like long before you ever come close to ever achieving what you could achieve, the thermostat that is your internal limitations will kick in way before that. For some people, they kick in really early. They really feel like they'll never amount to anything and they don't even get off the starting blocks. For other people, you know, they have a degree of expectation themselves. They have a degree of belief in what's possible and they have a degree of certainty of what they can achieve. But inevitably, they will still trip over. They will trip over this, this artificial, self-imposed limitation that they have set out for themselves that maybe they don't even know that's there at some point or other, across the board at success groups, by the way, you know, we've helped businesses go from back bedrooms to multi-million pound businesses. And this isn't something that ever goes away. You know, you push that thermostat up, you then come up and it can surprise you. You start nudging up against it again and you have to, you know, work on the inside and you have to free your path ahead of you again. And then you keep moving forward. And I talk about it all the time, you know, the whole of my success groups is set up for these two journeys. We look at tactics, strategies, we look at plans, goal setting, obviously we look at execution, but so much of what we also do is around mindset, uh, around personal development, and just keep making sure that as a community that we keep raising people's expectations of themselves, raising expectations as a collective of, you know, what is success and what isn't success, whilst also celebrating every single step of the journey, celebrating every small win and every small success. This isn't about hating yourself until you've got the success that you want, hating your business until it's a successful concern, hating your body until you're down to sub 10% body fat. This is about loving the hell out of everything you're doing today, being super grateful for everything that you possess, whilst also being really excited about what you're working for and what you're striving for. And ultimately, it's about living your life in a way that you get to look back and feel truly proud of what you've accomplished in your life. And what that accomplishment looks like is very personal to each and every one of my members. But the one thing we all have in common 
is that we are striving for something that is bigger than what we have right now. We're striving to create something that is better than what we've got right now. We're striving to be people who are better people than we are right now. And we're doing it in a team environment and we're supporting each other, rewarding each other, cheering each other on, picking each other up when we need to, holding each other accountable when maybe every now and again we drop the ball. But no one ever sets your goals for you. You set your goals on your own based on what you truly want to achieve authentically without these self-imposed limitations. They're always going to play a part. The whole point is we push those self-imposed limitations into the future, away from where we are right now, so they don't get in the way. It doesn't matter, if I said before, if you're doing 50K, it doesn't matter if your limitations are half a million. We'll work on it. Between the 50 grand and the 500 grand turnover business, we have a little bit of time, we've got a little bit of distance in order to learn the lessons, in order to grow as individuals so that we push that bar, that half million bar slightly further ahead. The big problem, of course, is if you're doing 50K and you think you're maxed out, you think you're at your absolute limits, you think you're as far as you could possibly ever get to, or you can see maybe to 70 or 80K, then of course that's a problem because there's a very big hurdle right in front of you right now that even if we help you with the right tactics, strategies, we help you with your pricing, we can help you with your products, your deliveries, we can help you with your operations, even if all those things are sorted, if you can only see to 60K, 70K, of course that's going to be probably the biggest limiting factor on your ability to get beyond where you are right now. And that really leads me on to my second point today, which is about how the present can bullshit you out of your future, is if you are fighting so hard for what you've got right now, if you're working so hard as a 50K business, 100K business, I don't know, quarter of a million pound business, hell, maybe you're doing 10 million or more. If you're working so hard for what you've got right now, if it hurts and you're tired and you're sacrificing and maybe it's stressful and then your brain starts to think about more and bigger and it starts to make the really big mistake of magnifying all of the pain, magnifying all the sacrifice. So if you're doing 50K and you're really working hard and maybe making huge sacrifices, maybe even feel like you're killing yourself to do 50K, when someone comes along like me and says, hey, set your goal, why not go for 100? Which is kind of my default position, but away. If you're doing 50, I say, right, let's look at doing 100 in the next 12 months. If you're doing 100, my default is pretty much, let's look at how you do 200 in the next 12 months and so on and so forth. So of course I come in and say, well, you know, hey, let's look at 100 grand. Your brain, not only does it have all the limitations potentially in place, from what I've already described earlier in this podcast, on top of that, it's saying, hang on a minute, I'm dying here right now. For me to double this, I haven't got it in me. I can't work twice as hard. I can't go through twice as much pain. I can't make twice as many sacrifices. I don't have that much energy, that much time. It's impossible. And the brain is thinking about your results being proportionate to effort rather than realizing that actually your results are proportionate to your effort and your strategy and your tactics and your creativity. So for example, rather than thinking, oh God, you know, to go from 50K with 20 clients, I've got to go to 100K, but that's 40 clients. I can't possibly do that, which you can't, by the way, if you're already flat out. The question, of course, isn't, you know, whether you can or you can't. The question is, how do you do it? Of course, you can go from 50 to 100K. We have to get that first limitation out of the way. Of course, it's possible. Yeah, of course it is, George. Right, okay. So now the next question is, how do we do it? You can't do it now, given what you're doing. Given your current pricing, your current business model, given your current approach, 
maybe even given who you are right now and your current mindset, for example, and your your perceptions that you have right now, the way you see yourself and the world, et cetera, et cetera, and your market and your client base and all these things, I get it right now, it might not be possible to just go from 50 to 100K. But guess what? You're not going to go from 50 to 100K right now. What you're going to do is start your journey to 100K from this start line of 50K, and we have to solve the problems that take us from 50K to 100K. The truth of the matter is, people who go from 50K to 100K to quarter of a million to half a million to a million to multiple millions in turnovers, they work really hard all the way through that journey, but the work itself does not magnify. These people, let's say, I don't know, let's say they're really working hard, they're doing 50 hours plus a week, right? They're still doing 50 hours plus a week when they're running a million pound business. The same 50 hours they were doing running a 50K business. What they do is they leverage that time better, whether it's through hiring resources, investing their time and their energy into things that make their business more efficient or more effective, scaling their business, raising their prices, et cetera, et cetera. So the truth of the matter is, don't let your brain bullshit you that somehow to double your turnover means double the workload or double the effort for you or double the pain or double the sacrifice. There's going to be a degree of pain, sacrifice, there's going to be a degree of hard work and effort required to make any business even remotely successful. If you're doing 50K right now, as the example I keep using, you're already probably having to work pretty hard to get to 50K, right? That's why I'm bringing this in now and saying, yeah, so the thought of going to 100K seems impossible. I know because I was there too. I remember doing about five grand a month in our business, so what, knocking on 60 grand a year. And I remember we did the maths and just said, look, this isn't enough. It's not sustainable for what we're doing. We were working, I don't know, 60, 70 hours consistently, easily. Some days and some weeks we were working much more than others. Some days, you know, I might be working 12 to 18 hour days and, you know, you might be knocking in 80 hour plus weeks. And the thought of having to work so hard as we have done to get to that 60K, the thought of somehow needing to double that broke me. My brain just couldn't comprehend it. Of course, my brain went straight into this default position I'm sharing with you right now, which is it magnified the pain, the suffering, the sacrifice. It magnified all of the problems that we had so far. And therefore, the thought of it was just so scary and so daunting. I can tell you now, having gone on that journey and having gone from that 50 to the 100 plus and then beyond and beyond and having mentored people to go way beyond into the multiple millions, I can tell you now that you have to work hard in order to create a successful business like that. Of course you do. There's no easy way. There's no shortcut. There's no lazy way of making it happen. People will sell that to you all day long. There really isn't. You're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to really dig in. There's going to be a degree of stress and pressure that you'll need to take on. Of course there is, right? Nothing good ever comes that easy. You're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to work for it. But you never have to work any harder than already working really hard. If you're not working very hard, you're going to have to work really hard. Of course you are. But if you're already working hard to earn 50K, clearly you can't work twice as hard as really hard to hit 100K. You just have to keep working hard like you are and working really hard like you are. You just need to bring in the right tactics, the right strategies. We need to answer those questions. How? How do I go from 50 to 100 with the hours that I've got right now? with the effort and the energy that I've got right now? How do I leverage that? The term I use over and over again is gearing. You put gears into your business. First gear in your car, your car revs to 6,000 revs, only gets you to 30 miles an hour. 
If you take your car to 6,000 revs in fifth gear or sixth gear, you're probably doing 130 miles an hour. Some cars, you're probably hitting the limit at 150 plus. So it's not about getting more, more, more revs out of the engine. It's actually about using the revs that you've got and putting gears into your business so that, you know, 3,000 revs gets you 20 miles an hour in first gear, gets you 40 miles an hour in second gear, 60 miles an hour in third gear, and gets you 130 miles an hour in sixth gear. Do not allow your present, your perception of the present, who you are in the present, your self-imposed limitations in the present to bullshit you out of your future success. There is so much more out there for you than maybe you can ever perceive right now. And you just need to keep pushing and stretching yourself to live into that possibility, to accept the absolute obvious truth that you can go from wherever to wherever. The only thing standing in the way is a series of problems, a series of challenges, and all of the self-imposed limitations that we put in the way. We have to continue to walk that journey of success, and we have to walk both of those paths in order to do that. The internal path of personal development and personal growth whilst continually navigating the external hurdles and challenges that inevitably come up in the external world as we go from where we are into our incredible future and we start to step into our own potential. If you're struggling with anything that's come up today, if you know that you're struggling with either the external path, the internal path, let's be honest, like most of us, you're probably struggling with both of these paths. You just might not necessarily have been totally aware of it until you listen to this episode. Then please do go and check out what we're doing at our success groups because this is what we do all day long, day in and day out. We have a whole bunch of ambitious entrepreneurs just like you walking those two paths. Whether you're just launching your business from startup right now, whether you're building a business, maybe from 20, 30, 40, 50K, and you want to break that 100K that I keep talking about, or whether you're already doing between 100K, maybe up to half a million, and you want to scale your business, then we have groups of people doing exactly that that would love to be a part of your journey, and I know you would love to be a part of theirs. Please do go and check us out, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you prefer to speak to an actual human being, we would love to speak to you too. Reach out to Tracy Miller by email. You can reach her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. She would love to hear from you. I'll pop those links in the descriptions of this episode. I'll also put some links to other resources to help you on your ongoing entrepreneurial journey of success. I will see you here next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Oh, 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 oh,